tuning in to the Black Moms. Good evening, everybody. This is your boy, Zach. I'm here with my boy, Sin, my yep. good sis, Bree. And we are the Black Minds. Today, we have a guest. A special guest. A special guest, mm-hmm. Kiana. Kiana, welcome Thank to you. our show, The Thank Black you Minds. Thank you <laughs> We're glad you're here. Tell us about yourself. Give us a little bio. Um, well, my name is Kiana, but I go by Key or Kino as my stage name. I am currently vice president and one of the original co-founders of Black Leadership Union on campus. And I'm also secretary of Poetry Club, so shout out to my clubs, love y'all. Um, <laughs> I am a psychology major, political science minor, mm. and I love everything black. Yeah. Yay! We like that, we like that, we like that. What a that. better guest. <laughs> yep. <laughs> thank you, thank you for coming. We're glad to have you here today. Thank you. I hope you're ready for some tough, tough, a tough conversation about to have, because we're gonna get right into it. <laughs> Recently, Dwayne Wade was on the Ellen Show, and he expressed his opinion. He he expressed his love for his son by um, stating that his son was was his name Zaya. Her name is Zaya because he's a transgender now. Um, he supported her on her journey of becoming a woman, and he was elaborating on like being there for your kids no matter what, yes. and respecting their That's decisions. Like. Absolutely. Um, and for some weird reason. <laughs> He's getting people like bashed. He's getting low key bashed for being a father in a sense. People are out there, um, little Boosie, um, for for one, he was saying, um, he, he said, and I quote, "It's okay to be gay in this that, and the third, but I want him to wait. You you should you should let him wait and cut his his area off. Oh, like he yeah, it was just it was just some ignorance." It, it, it was it was a bunch of ignorance. I you know um, I just want to ask you guys you know what are your thoughts on the situation, and how do you feel about it? I'll start with Bree. Um, there are people who are transgender who are very young that they know that they're transgender. Like I've seen like five six year olds kind of know what they want to be. I mean I'm sure like in terms of the whole changing their sex and sex, I'm sure like maybe young is too soon. But I feel like if his son is like. 12 right how old is he's 12 years old yeah he's like 12 like he i feel like he's grown enough to kind of know what he wants and that's a big major decision and i feel like that's kind of nobody's business to kind of put their input in on how people should raise their kids yeah what are your thoughts kiana um like she said i do believe that you at a point in time know who you are Mm -hmm. even when we're younger we know what gender we prefer we know who we are into who we're not into Um, And some self-discovery does come later, which is why I do agree that we should wait when it comes to um, not disfiguring, but changing your body. body. That should definitely be like the last stop on the journey. Beforehand, you you need to look into yourself. You need to understand everything, understand what you're putting yourself into and just figure out, okay, is this me? I've lived this. They are going to live this life for a certain amount of time. Um, what is the child's name? Zaya. 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 She's gonna walk in these shoes for a while. Mm-hmm. So if Zaya gets to be fifteen, sixteen, and decides, you know, this is not for me, as her parents, they'll be supportive still in her mm-hmm. transition back. Mm-hmm. But right now, they just have to stand and walk with her, or they're gonna lose her. So yeah. it's that decision. But I'm not surprised about the backlash from the community. It, you can't thought, be surprised. From I the thought backlash. he was gonna get support from it. No, mm-hmm. I thought he was gonna get support. I really, honestly, did. But what are your thoughts, son? Yeah, I thought, I thought they was gonna, uh, I thought Zaya was gonna get bashed as well. I mean, I'm pretty sure all of them got bashed, right? 
don't remember. Yeah. The fam, they, they, the they, family they, they, they made a joke. They made a joke on family. Like they, they basically was making fun of the family. But I respect Dwayne Wade for just keeping it pushing because it's his prerogative. He can do whatever he wants to do with absolutely his, his now daughter. Yeah, I said daughter. His now daughter, yeah. and. You just support. You just support. Be there for her no matter what. That's mm-hmm. what I like. That's what I like out of being a father, being a parent. I agree with he, I agree with all of you guys. You know, um, Boosie, he kind of s- said a little bit what you said, Kiana, but it came out very. He's not politically correct. He wasn't politically correct. He, he doesn't have very good tact. Yeah. That's a lot, the problem with a lot of these celebrities, they don't know how to talk to regular people because they've been talking down to people for mm-hmm, so long right. that they don't realize how they come off. The way he came off was very, very, like, you know, very ignorant. He came off very, very ignorant. He didn't say it how a lot of... He didn't say it the way people... How, how they would take it. You know, mm-hmm. he said it very, 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 very ignorant. And another thing, he was not... He, he doesn't know what it's like to have a, a, a male, a male son turning into, like, a transgender, like, daughter. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't know what it's like to be in that, in, in Dwayne Wade's shoes. But do mm-hmm. you think that it was something in Boosie's past that something maybe homosexual that happened to him that's making him so, you know? I mean, I know uh, that a lot of men hold anger towards gay, other gay people because mm-hmm. um, they've been molested or they've been taken advantage of at a young age by another male. Um, I actually found out a few weeks ago that my cousin was molested by um, this mom, his neighbor, and it wasn't really shocking because he's always kind of been a little mentally off Mm -hmm. since that all happened, but um, he's always had this very strong resentment towards gay people, and I asked him, I I wanted, um, now I understand why, but I don't feel like that is a reason to dislike a whole group of people. Mm. Based on one mm. experience, you know, like, I, like I said, um, it, it's it's Wade's business mm-hmm. on what he wants to do with his family. Um, he could do whatever he wants with his family, but I feel like Zaya, like you said, he should low key wait just just because like he is still twelve and he doesn't he has a whole life phase, ahead of the him. fate. No, just like the phase of his body hasn't like fully. Developed yet, mm-hmm. so just out of safety precautions, it just mm-hmm. you, know, you have to just wait, wait it out. But yeah, um, um, I Dwayne Wade, we support you 100 mm-hmm. percent on your family. A black man is in his family's life first and foremost. He's killing the stereotypes that people put out there that black men are not in each child's life. Right. So, for one, we support you, man. Um, moving on, do you think? Do you think? Homo homophobia. Do you think hip hop pushes the homophobia agenda out there to young black men, especially now in this like generation? Um, I feel like they. I don't really hear a lot of homophobic lyrics like that anymore. Mm-hmm. I feel like. I mean, I hear like little hints of it, but not as much as I used to hear. I feel like the push of being masculine is pushed onto men, and that can turn into kind of being homophobic, like the idea of getting females, the the idea of getting money and all this stuff and being successful. I feel like that is pressuring to men from music. Probably, I don't know necessarily homophobic, but people still can interpret music in that way. Mm. So it all depends on how you think about it. How about you, Keith? Um, I think before, definitely, most definitely. Mm -hmm. And you hear not just in American culture, but in other cultures as well, especially when you listen to old school Jamaican music or whichever. um, The dance hall's music, correct? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of homophobia within it, and that's systematic. It comes from years of oppression, and there are reasons behind it. 
Um, but it takes us to break that cycle, mm-hmm. I think. And we haven't had too many people come out and speak out about that or too many people break that cycle. And because of that, it has turned from, okay, now is too many people that will push against it if you just came out, you know, saying the the F and all this and that. Um, but unfortunately, we don't have somebody who can say enough is enough at this moment in time. So it just got turned into the whole masculine thing. Okay. How about you, son? Um, can you repeat the question? Rephrase the question. <laughs> do you think hip-hop, especially in this generation, do you think it pushes homophobia more than ever, or do you think, like, it laid off a little bit, like, off of homophobia? A mm, little bit of both. It okay. pushed off It pushed off homo- homophobia because, like, like Kiana said, just talks about just girls, money, drugs, alcohol, mm-hmm. the glory, the fame. And it kind of like didn't because now we're in a generation where everyone's open-minded. You can do anything you want. You mm-hmm. can speak about whatever's on your mind. Okay. And yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think the issue with this generation is that they kind of like your the way you react to stuff is not really anyone's problem. Like mm-hmm. if you have a problem with someone, something that someone says, are they supposed to feel bad about it? Especially if what they said is what they meant. Mm-hmm. And on, and a lot of the apologies to me look BS, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. Like, I just see that they're not really sorry. They're probably just apologizing because of the way people reacted and they know how people see them. They know they're probably not getting as much support. Mm-hmm. Like, Wendy Williams, how many times has this one word an apology? <laughs> She's apologized like three times. Didn't she apologize recently? She said something she, homophobic? What is, yes, she Last said week? on her show. She, oh, right but on honestly, her show. I didn't really think it, it wasn't like anything that crazy, but. Like I said, the way people react to it made her feel forced to apologize. Obviously, if you say something now, completely outright, mm-hmm. like if you're wrong and you're straight up wrong, mm-hmm. then you should apologize. Do you think people, especially black people, do you think black people are more sensitive to jokes like that more than ever? Because like back then, you could joke st- about stuff like that and people wouldn't really mm-hmm. make an outburst about it. From That's just from mm-hmm. what I've seen. You don't think so? I think it's social media. Okay. It's gotten bigger. It got Before, bigger. nobody yes. had a platform to right. voice their opinions okay. or right. voice their frustrations. Now, unfortunately, everyone has a platform. Right. So yeah, whether it's the good or the bad, you're getting everything. And nowadays with social media, it's mostly the bad that you see. Mm-hmm. Right. It's mostly the going against it, the protest against something that you see. And taps. we don't. Unfortunately, that has become a negative word because it wasn't in its origination. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, the hoteps, as they call them now, you kind of see on social media. And it's had a negative impact on the community, mm-hmm. I think, I believe. Social media has had a very negative impact on our community because it has made us more negative because right. that's what gets the likes, that's what gets the views, that's what gets everyone what agreeing like. and in the wanna, comments. People want to see that. Yeah, people, people like, like that. controversy. People that. And then I get mad when we feed into it and we just keep... Yeah, we entertain we keep, it. We keep entertaining it. Mm-hmm. But when we see the positive, it's like nobody. And nobody talks about it. It blows over in a second. Yes. Literally, like... You will see something positive and scroll right past it. You see something negative, you'll sit that, down, you'll that's read talk it, about it, you'll go through the comments, all of that. That's yep. But when you see, when someone posts something actually positive, who really cares? Mm-hmm. Honestly. You hate, actually. People be hating on you. People, as when you Jealousy. post something positive, Jealousy. people hate. Mm-hmm. Like, Dwayne, for what we just said earlier, Dwayne Wade said that he accepts his child no matter what, and people find a way to turn that I look at it. As, I look negative? at it as a black man being in his daughter's life. Like, that's how I look at it. And people are mixing... Are, mi- are missing the big picture of the whole situation. 
they want to be homophobic they want to be ignorant about the whole situation and people are not looking at the big picture a black man is in his child's life yes. and he's accepting his, his daughter you feel me like people don't get that because people know. are assuming because the they don't they don't know what it's like to be in that person's shoes and, and like just, and like i don't like i hate to say it but like it's really mainly our people Mm-hmm. Like our people, it's really our like, and you know, I like it's really hurt my heart to see our own people. We can't even support another man for being there for his daughter. Like, think about that. Think of how crazy that sounds. I don't <laughs> know if it's just me, but it really for me, it really boils down to the household, how you grew up, well, your upbringing, yeah. as how your family upbringing upbring mm-hmm. you and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's how I view it. Y'all may view it differently, mm-hmm. but that's how I I do. mean, it depends. It can come from outside sources. Like, honestly, you could have a great kid, and then you send them off to school, and then they around bad influence, and they become a bad kid. Yeah. It happens like that. Sometimes you, sometimes you could literally do everything you can to raise a good kid, and they still turn out bad. Sure. People people just are bad. Some people are just bad people mm-hmm. or not people with bad intentions. But I feel like in the black community, the homophobia and the transphobia kind of disgusts me, considering we are already um, an oppressed group of people. And you can say, you know, slavery's over, whatever. We are still an and oppressed it, group of people. Yep, yeah. There are more black men in jail than there are black men on the streets. There, mm-hmm. there's the slavery is still going on. It's just restructured. We are still oppressed group of people. Therefore, if we are an already an oppressed group of people, who are we to judge another community for how they choose to love over something they love, something they can't yeah, control? Like, absolutely. it's disgusting. And mostly, it's in the black community more than anything. Mm-hmm. The homophobia. And they're just laughing at us. They're just laughing at us because we're just breaking off and just going our seven ways instead of coming together as one, mm-hmm. trying to build as a team, as a group, as a unit, as a culture. And again, honestly, that's a systematic thing because when you go all the way back to slavery, when they described breaking the stronger black men, it was usually the slave owners who would take those black men in front of the rest of them. And they would, yeah, they would rape them in front of the rest of the men to teach them even your strongest are your weakest. So I think that, yeah, yeah. in front of all the other men too, to demasculate them, to make them seem lesser than. And dehumanize too. Exactly, so I think some people in the community that kind of, just as racism has been passed down generation to generation by tongue, so has that homophobic ideology that ideology that you're letting another man take over your body and you're giving yourself away and you're being the weaker, the mm. lesser than. So it turns into you're being, you know, weak and you're not worthy of being a man. That's right. the ideology that they have. And although it is wrong and it's built in systematic oppression, it is something that we have to acknowledge as a whole and as a culture in order to get rid of it or find a way to fix it. Mm-hmm. And I feel as us black men, we have to we have to sh- we have to show emotion. Because our, our family, we have to break that cycle. yeah, we have to break that. We cycle have to break because, that cycle for real. Because yeah. if if we keep on just hauling this stuff in, this anger in, this, this mental like illness and stuff, yeah. it's gonna it's gonna really like lead us to like a, like a dark path. It's really gonna lead us to a dark path. Yeah. Just show, you just gotta show our emotion. The suicide rates in the black community have been skyrocketing. It's not talked about, and it's not nope. really spoken about. It's but not talked about at like all. black men and specifically, you know, we're not weird, but like they're like put in a different light like i feel like black men are one of the most hated groups of people like in this whole world black men and black women but especially black men i feel like have a very hard in this community and i feel like because of that you know they're forced to wear an angry face we're expected we're expected to be upset from, from from the time we're born we're expected to be already we're building up to be like the man of the house we have to 
provide for families. We have to watch out for police officers. We have to, you know, put our lives on the line. Like, so it's, much pressure. It's automatically pressure on the black male in America the second that they're born. You know, me personally, I low-key experienced that, you know, growing up in a, um, a single mother home. I was, you know, mainly like the the, the, the the black kid, the only black male in the house, you know, this and the third, you know, watching my mother raise me, you know, on her own. My father was there, but not actively, every, not every day. Like my gotcha. father, I had a weekend father. My father was in my life, but on the weekends. Me too. And you it really brought the word that we were just talking about. It's called toxic masculinity. Toxic, yeah. mm-hmm. it's a certain agenda that us black men have to follow, not follow, but there's most of the black men or how all of our parents taught us to be, to become like strong leaders, strong, never show emotion, always keep it pushing, no matter what. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But we gonna move on to the next subject. Um, Recently, Harvey Weinstein is on trial right now. About time. But nobody's talking about it. Took long enough. Nobody's talking about it. Everybody's worried about what Dwayne Wade's doing with his son, this, that, and the third, and nobody's yep. talking about how this man is on trial. But when Bill Cosby was on trial, everybody was, was worried. Like, yep, every it day. was such it, like a huge You've seen it thing. on like every And R. Black, Kelly, too. People, people, yeah, people was making memes. People was, you know, on the news. Do you think that's like out of white privilege, or do you think... Um, I feel like no one really cares about Harvey Weinstein, if we're yeah. being honest. I didn't even know who the hell he was until that whole si- situation happened. Yeah, so <laughs> I feel like, you know, Bill Cosby, everyone knows Bill Cosby. R. Kelly, everyone knows R. Kelly. Who the hell is Harvey Weinstein? Don't I, know who that is. I think it's mainly because of who controls social media. That too. And who controls the media outlets and everything. It's not the black people. <coughs> the government. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, shit. Chill, 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 chill. <laughs> I don't know about you, Brian, but I'm trying, to, I'm trying to stay alive. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, we're all trying to stay alive. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying, I ain't trying to get um, killed. But, yeah, I think it is a big part, in big part, due to who controls the actual social media. It's not the black individual. So when it's one of their own that gets put on trial, it's hush hush. It's behind closed doors and it's behind curtains because they don't want that on them. They don't right. want that to reflect upon themselves. But when it's us, it's a media circus. It's we want to get down to the nitty gritty, to the the depths of the soul of True. everything that's going on. Let me right stop you right there. We are not supporting R. Kelly or Bill Cosby. No way. None of that. Whoa. We, we're not <laughs> doing that. Saying that. Anybody that's listening, we're not supporting. I was just about them. to say that. We're not supporting that. it. All we're, oh. all we're just saying, all we're just saying is. Why y'all not making this on, why y'all not putting this on platforms when, you know, Bill Cosby and R. Kelly was out there? Because Harvey Weinstein, I haven't heard nothing about it. Right. I only mm-hmm. heard it on the news like one time. That was it? It wasn't like a main headline. It you, wasn't. You feel me? It's funny because the, the, the media really picks and chooses, but they're very specific very of what specific. they put out there and what they don't put out there. They, they're very specific on the things that they highlight and the things that they don't, don't highlight. They're specific the, on colors. In their, and it's specific yeah. in, in the way that the media kind of words things, even the pictures. Mm-hmm. Like, you see it. Like, it'll be an incident and something's like, it'll be the person being victimed. And they'll they'll kind of reword it to make it seem like that we're the aggressor, or they'll put us as the main thing when we're the victim. Like mm-hmm. a picture, if I'm the one getting hurt, why do you see my picture first? Why not see the person who hurt me picture? Yeah. Why do you always have to see my face straight on the platform? Not everything on it. <laughs> not everything on the news is is real. It's not, not, on the news, not everything. Not on everything on the news is fake. And the news technically has the right. We all, we don't. Not everyone knows this, but they can mm-hmm. say whatever they want to say on the news. Yeah. They, they get, can word it yeah. however they yeah. want to word it. They get paid it. to be wrong. 
they, they can do whatever they want. They, get paid they don't have to be accurate. <laughs> yeah. Not really. They say ooh, ooh, they say oh. it. I'm sorry. You good? You good? You good? They Come say on, it however they want to say it. <laughs> Honestly, I but that's been again like an ever occurring thing from the moment where they started putting mug shots of victims right. onto TV screens and when it comes to the aggressor, it's pictures of them at graduation or yes. pictures of them with their family yes. or, you know, doing some community service, right. something cute. Like Trayvon Martin. Right. They, they managed to switch the whole thing and make him Victimize seem like a victim. Them. Make yeah. him seem like um, Yeah. It was a self-defense. Was a self-defense. Uh, that was a self-defense situation, but we ain't even going to talk about that. Cause I don't, don't want to get mad. I don't want to get mad on radio. <laughs> I don't give out. This is a happy place. This is a happy place. The Black Minds is a happy place. Happy place. <laughs> happy place. But we'll be right back, guys, after these messages. Please enjoy our playlist. Key is in the building. Hey. Don't Key. go nowhere. We've got more content for you. Got more content for you. Don't go anywhere. Stay right there. Love. Hello, and we are back. Our special guest, Ken, is going to introduce our new topic. Alrighty, so I want to talk about for just a quick moment hmm. black mental health within the younger community. Mm-hmm. So one thing that I've noticed is that when it comes to mental health and younger individuals within a black community, it kind of gets swept under the rug or pushed aside. Um, I don't know if you guys heard about the cases. There was one a while ago, and then there was one more recently about um, two young black girls in classes um, and more white neighborhoods, um, having temper tantrums, Lord Jesus, Mm tongue-tied, having temper tantrums in class. Um, One was diagnosed, the most recent one, was diagnosed with ADHD and some other disorder I'm not recalling right now. But she was throwing a temper temper tantrum, throwing things around class, um, I guess popping teachers when they were trying to touch her. Wow. Mm. And... She had, they had the actual police come and pick her up from school, this six-year-old girl, and the officers were confused. Mm -hmm. She's in a special needs class, um, and they ended up putting her into a squad car. You saw it on the body cam. The officer was literally just talking to her, trying to console her the entire way to the station because she herself didn't really understand what was going on, and she was a black woman. Um, How old? Six. six. The child was six. Wow. Um, the officer was a black woman as well. Oh. But you can see on the body cam, she's trying to console her. They're talking. You know, little girl, she's being a little girl. Oh, I need to stop at the store. What you need? Mm-hmm. Some candy. Mm-hmm. You don't need no candy. Like, you know, they're just talking and chatting. She's like, you're going to be okay for me, right? You're going you're gonna to be calm for me? She was like, yeah, I'll be calm for you. And it was just like, they took her to the, prince, to the precinct, and she ended up being held for two days. Um, to get a psych psych eval without her mom's permission or without telling her parents. So her parents didn't know that she was being arrested. Mm -mm. She didn't know until a third party had told her. Neither the cops nor the school had called her. What? Wow. No. That's, oh boy, here we go. Where was this located? um, I'm not entirely sure. I did see the thread. I could probably put it up in my bookmarks, but... um, (laughs) Because I'd be bookmarking everything. Be bookmarking. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's, that's, that's wild. But that's not even the first case. There was a case about a year ago of a girl that was literally handcuffed, mm-hmm. about five, six years old, was handcuffed, handcuffed. and thrown into a cop, a cop car. Small little black five-year-old girl. What is she going to do to you? Yeah. And it's literally all, they all have disabilities of some sort. There was wow. also a video 
even of one little girl who's throwing a temper tantrum, she was not, I don't think she had a disability, but there was a cop or a security guard who was literally throwing her around. When what? I tell you throwing it's her. a five-year-old. Like, literally oh, throwing yeah. her on the ground and treating her like some 500-pound black man that was raging off of drugs. And it was just like, I, I'm so confused as to why our children are treated like this and not given the help that they need, especially when they're in a special needs class already. Why are these teachers not trained to help our children? Why are these teachers not trained to get our children together and collect them when this is your job? Why are we calling officers on six-year-old girls just throwing temper tantrums? Because they don't care. My I'm question just, is, don't care. you see a five-year-old throwing a temper tantrum, your first thing is to call the police? Just call the police. What? That's not, that's not I used to be a TA. Immature. I used to be a TA in a preschool, and kids was throwing temper tantrums like everywhere. I never once thought, hmm, let me call 911. Like who does that on a five-year-old? The the teacher that called the cops was she's was she white? I believe so. Okay. Honestly, (laughs) that's just immature. That's that's wild. You know how many kids throw uh, temper tantrums? Yeah. Dad, throwing things across the room. I mean, I'm sure we all did that. We all did that. We all did that at that age. Like children and their special needs at that. They're not like regular kids. They have problems. So it's like I would expect people to be more understanding to that. a special needs teacher? Like, I and my know. issue is that she was held in a hospital for two days without being able to be released. Wow. No. Like, her mother couldn't come get her. She was held in a hospital for that two days and illegal. sedated. Wow. No Imagine way. No way. Sedated. That should be illegal. Without the parents' permission, acknowledgement, nothing? That's there awful. Is, I remember That's reading awful. in a thread, there is some law that allows that. But I was just no. like, how? It's the, um, it's the same way that you can... And you can put someone, you can admit someone in your family or someone who you don't think is psychologically there right now, mm-hmm. and they can be held without their permission. Right. Essentially, if they're proven to be of not in the right mind or not in the right consciousness, if they're yeah. proven to be in that state. Their mind is not, quote unquote, normal. Right. Yeah. Then you can admit, admit them without their permission. Mm-hmm. And that's essentially what they did to that young girl for two days. Just imagine if. If both children were Caucasian or a different race, never would have they would have been a different outcome. They would have gotten the help. It would have been different outcome. They would have gotten the help result. that they needed. They would have been poor baby, poor baby, this poor baby that. They went Instead, now outcome. you have two scarred young girls who yeah. now they traumatized are now. terrified to even probably speak out ever again. And that might that might cause problems inside the household. They might feel like that's their parents' fault because their parents wasn't there to protect them, Boom. you know, or help them this and the third. Like, so it gets deeper and deeper. That can help. That deeper. can happen in the, in, the, in the future of her not I can't liking remember. her parents. I can't remember the exact story. I'm sorry to cut you off. I just no, I, right. I need to say it now because <laughs> once it falls out of my brain, I'm not gonna remember it. But I remember this incident. It was about this black kid. And he was found rolled up in a gym mat, mm-hmm. and they said that he commit. They ruled it as a suicide. Mm-hmm. How can you roll yourself up in a mat after you kill yourself? Please, someone tell me. That's, that's Anyone know how to do that? Nope. They said I that he suffocated have. in the mat when he tried to go get a ball. Someone had to roll. No, someone had to. Someone killed him. Somebody was bullying him. In, in, in so yeah, someone had to roll somebody him up. Somebody probably had to bully him or, something. or roll him up. They rolled him up. That is awful. Mm-hmm. And it's like why? And it's like that's how you know people. The community does not care about black children because. Any person would not th- would know that you cannot commit suicide and wrap yourself up in a mat. Mm-hmm. That's outrageous. And there are a lot of instances in 
other areas like people are like um i know there was another situation where this black um a referee told this black kid to cut off his dreads Ooh, um see i see and there there are a lot of like problems with hair like in schools like um some black girls they say you know they can't have their hair like out because it's a distraction that they can't have their hair in braids because it's distracting it's just like what do you want us to do with our hair exactly? And it's like, it's not fair for you to say something about our natural hair than you could say a white person's hair is attracting as well yep. because people are looking at it and their hair is long and silky down to their mm-hmm. ass. I mean, I'm, excuse my language. You good. <laughs> um, you could have hair that's long and silky that's down to their butt. Like, and yeah. that's, to me, that could and be more that's the crazy part. They want to have our hair. Yeah. They want to They want to have our hair Like they, they mock They mock the styles They mock They the, want our the, braids They, they want, want our, our braids twisties. They want our twists They they want our hair But yep. then again When it's time for like Something else You tell us to cut our hair Or we get suspended from school How does that Because sound? of our hair <laughs> Like <laughs> y'all My look. children have already I've always been victimized When it comes to schools oh, Yes Always From having the hand-me-down chairs mm-hmm. And the hand-me-down yep. teachers Especially your dark-skinned hair. woman too mm-hmm. So that's woman. even more Yeah I, I, I wanted to ask, I wanted to ask you that key Like what was it like Growing up As a, a As a black woman In America for you Especially Ooh, a dark skin. What was it like? A scar, dark skin one. Well, yeah. for me, I grew up in Patterson. So, okay. um, but thank God, I had a very wholesome family. So, I grew up very different than most of the girls in my hometown. Mm. I grew up <clears throat> bouncing back from school to church to yeah. home. And that was all I really knew. And I had my few friends from school. But um, it was diff- It was crazy seeing how I was living and seeing how my friends were living. Mm-hmm. And seeing how I can still relate to them, even though we were living two completely different lifestyles, like. So could you like talk to us about like how their your friends were different from how you lived, or how your family like upbringing you? I was more so like I lived in the hood hood. Like (laughs) I lived right around the corner from where everybody was running, Mm -hmm. you know, during the summer, but. I was never part of that lifestyle. My mm-hmm. family kept me very secluded from that because they wanted me to grow up and be better and do better and be able to move out of that situation. So doing that and then seeing my friends who were in the streets, seeing my friends who knew everybody in the streets, who ran the streets at night and was like, yo, come out at like 9 o'clock at night, let's go hit the park. I asked my mama that. She'd be like, where you going? Where you going? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, you about like 10 years old. If you don't Relate get in there, read a book. <laughs> 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 so it's like, and now seeing where we are now, I'm in college. I'm trying to, you know, get my psychology degree and do me and start my own practice. And then seeing my friends from mm-hmm. back in the day, and it's like either they're, you know, knocked up or they have children at this age and, some of them, you know, we're getting to, I'm getting to the age where that's more appropriate. I'm 20 now. So, you know, seeing that now, but it's just like, what, where's the ambition to get out of that situation well, first mm-hmm. and right. to raise your child in a better situation? Mm-hmm. Not saying that the hood is the most terrible place in the world, it's but not. it's not fit for a young child. Mm-hmm. And I don't see that drive in a lot of my friends. Mm-hmm. I see them comfortable in their situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's very dis discouraging and dis- disheartening to see that because it's like I want better for them but you can't do that for your community until your community wakes up and does that for themselves do you think that we have we as black people when we when we get money slash become famous and huge celebrities 
do you think that we should stop leaving the hood and start buying the hood? Mm-hmm. I do think that we should. You know, um, like Chance, he gives back to his oh, his community Chance tenfold. Yeah, tenfold. And I, I, mm-hmm. I appreciate the people who blow up and don't forget their roots, who blow mm-hmm. up and don't forget where they came from mm-hmm. and they understand See, where yeah. they came from. I'm from North New Jersey and Shaq is from North. I see Shaq like all the time. So he still don't remember me. But, <laughs> <laughs> but Shaq always comes through He's North. Shaquille O'Neal is from North. Shaq, Shaq, Sha- I Sha- knew that. Sha- and Michael we B. Jordan. Michael thing. B. Jordan too. Michael B. Jordan. If I say Michael B. Jordan cool. from North too. So like they always come through, and I like I always see them. It's like yo, what's up? Like, but they don't remember me. But like they always they always give back. <laughs> they they always give back, and they always you know make sure that we on the right track. The, the people there that want to be successful out there, they make sure that everybody's on track, and they make sure that everybody like they that they we do the same thing that they're doing. Always remember where you come from and give back to where you come from. He just took that. And remain, yeah, that too. Remaining humble, remaining yep. humble, mm-hmm. and being the best to your capability. Don't let money get to you. Don't let that money get to you because it will change you mm-hmm. in some some way, some shape, some form. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like when some black people get money, they they become coons. Yeah, and that's just what it is. Yeah. I, I know. I, I mean, I feel like because that. I mean, honestly, I don't agree with that, but I feel like I feel like most. I feel like when most black men are like come before they're famous they're like mostly Men? like black people period okay black men are not perfect and you black know women what? are not perfect I'm, either black women ain't perfect either they ain't gonna elaborate yes you want to do this you want you want to do this person either we ain't about to do this listen we can't talk too much because we got oprah so exactly you got gail king y'all got gail king and oprah y'all got oprah y'all got king y'all got oprah but no, we got Bill Cosby and R. Kelly, so. Like, yeah, Oprah that kind of. Like, richest woman in the world. Black woman in the world. But yeah, what does she do for our community? Nothing. She don't do nothing. She looks, at us, she looks at us like, ooh, niggas. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> PC. Whoa. PC. Whoa. That got a little. I apologize. Got a little hectic there for yeah, a second. Yeah, it got a little. Spicy up there, yeah. zesty. Yeah, that's the right word. <laughs> but am I lying? You're not. It, it's very, it's crazy to see how we made her so rich because it was just the black community throws their dollar behind anybody black that makes it mm-hmm. without realizing that not everybody black that makes it is behind us. Oprah. Not everybody <coughs> black that makes it is for their community. Some yeah. people don't even make it through being better for their community. They make it through bashing their community, and we mm-hmm. don't even realize it till it's too late. Being yeah. selfish. Right, and you know, I think that's where when you said like they turn into coons, I think it's because you get a taste of the money, and then they tell you, okay, like the whole um, Terry Crews situation, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where he basically turned directly against Gabrielle yeah. Union. Oh, and yeah. That was weird. That? That was can, can, cool. can y'all explain that situation for me? Because for me, this yeah, for me, because like I, I, I was so confused about the whole situation. Basically, yeah. Gabrielle Union, she was on America's Got Talent. She was the host. I know yeah, that. She was like yeah. the host on America's Got Talent. Uh-huh. And uh, she was a judge. A judge. I'm oh, sorry. she was a judge. A judge. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. He was, she was a judge, and she was just saying how she felt like that they were like anti-black and that they criticized her for like stuff that her how she wore her hair mm. and stuff like really? that. And she felt like all the attacks were specifically like racially motivated. Like none of them were like Racial general profile. attacks. So she kind of just she dismissed she her quit. from the show. She was she the show. Yeah. I respect her. She dismissed her from the her. show. And Terry Gr- Terry Crews basically in a way contradicted everything she said. She was like he was like, Oh well, I never experienced anything bad on the show. 
I never really experienced anything bad on the show. I don't really understand, like, what she's talking about. And even though, yes, he's saying, like, oh, I've never experienced anything, in a way you're kind of dismissing how she feels when you say stuff like that. So in a way you're a coon. Period. <laughs> <laughs> you just are. Because and, if you yeah. that's no, if you if you were truly like about black people and a black black woman, you would support her no matter what. And if a black woman feels that she's being racially discriminated, she's being racially discriminated, period. Especially if she had to quit, she'd be worried about her money. Yeah. She that's money right there. Okay. I mean, she can get money anywhere, but why is she gonna stop something that she's making money off? Clearly mm-hmm. it's something bad. But mm-hmm. didn't Terry Crews get into some nonsense where he accused somebody of sexually um, harassing him <laughs> on a movie set just last year really? against a white person and the next year now you're defending white people um he cool. did and <laughs> it was something from his past it came out during the me too movement yeah um, and you know i'm not gonna bash him off that because if that's his truth then that's his truth mm-hmm. and he he has to live in that and so he what came happened? out and he spoke about it i'm not entirely too sure I they know said he, he was he was on set and somebody slapped his butt or something oh, like that yeah somebody was touching on him on set yeah. and Whoa. If that's his truth, then I'm not gonna bash that because that's nobody would want that. Yeah. No matter how big but no, and strong I, I understand you are, that. No but my thing, my thing is like, why would you, why would you, you know, do that? But then next year you, you know, you be a a hole about the situation and don't support your black sister. It's not the same white man. When you want it, when you want it, when you wanted your support from other black people, when DL Hughley got into you, you was all upset. Mm-hmm. But then when Gabrielle Union takes a stand. You, you go and dismiss her. her. You, you I did. mean, Terry Crews has had some very questionable um, ideologies, period. <laughs> Especially about the whole, yeah. you know, yep. he came out with the, he said it in a disrespectful manner. But um, when he came out about the whole situation where he was like, oh, black single moms are like ridiculous, basically. And that you, a, a child should never grow up in a single black uh, mother household because they'll never be a man or they'll never get the nourishment that they need to be a man in a black female household. And you know, he got bashed about that. Um, and which honestly I found ridiculous because as long as you have a figure a in figure, your life, a black figure. you don't need one in your yeah. house. Mm-hmm. As I, I didn't have a father in my household. My father, he's overliving his okay life. Um, <laughs> but I had my grandfather, yeah. I had my uncle, yeah, my I had, too. even though yeah. I'm not a male, I had father figures, and that's possible mm-hmm. for a lot of these men out here, or young men out but here. But sometimes that that's not the case. Some black men out there don't have nothing, but that doesn't mean that you need a male, you know, in your life. You can learn you a lot. Somebody. You, you can learn you a, a lot grandmother, from a woman. You can have a mother. We just discussed this during yeah. Passu. Shout out to uh, Pan-African Student yeah. Union. Yes, sir. Um, we discussed the fact that you don't have to have a father to know what a father is. You don't have to have mm-hmm. a man in your life to know what a man is. You can know what it is by that void that you're missing. You can know what it is by what you haven't been given and what you've been lacking in your life. Mm-hmm. So that's how you know what a man is or who you should be and how you should treat the next man mm-hmm. because you know what you were deprived of. Mm-hmm. You know what you needed. So you take that and you internalize it and you mm. say, okay, I'm going to reverse it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give everything that I never got. Mm-hmm. And that's some of the best fathers never had a father in their life. You're very mm-hmm. true. Yeah, that's, that's actually, that's um, actually that's true. My, my father, actually, he, um, my grandfather, he was murdered. And um, my dad, he was a really, like, really good father. Like, he was, he was very much there. So, no, you don't necessarily need 
a, a father figure necessarily, but I do think that having a father in your life definitely does make all the difference, especially when you are a woman. I feel like women definitely some most of the time need a man in their life because uh, to see because I feel like if you don't have a man in your life, being especially being a young black woman, you don't really understand what love is to the extent. Because I feel like I feel like I don't know. That's just my opinion. I don't. know. I can't really elaborate. Not to bash on y'all black women, but that's the reason. All right, this is this is my assumption. This is the reason why y'all date, like, so many, like, black men, so many other men, and y'all fail in toxic relationships because y'all don't know, y'all don't realize what it's like to really love your partner, love your person, love your... It's partner. double standards to that. Yeah. I feel like, you know, from my experience, I see a lot of black males, they... They don't know which woman they want in life. They pick the That's women. So. They pick like the gold diggers. They pick the women that are mean to other people. Like they don't know. Sugar mamas. <laughs> <laughs> Never a serious moment with this guy. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm a goofy person. But so. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> moving on though. Um, sincere. Mm-hmm. You know what you got for us today, brother? Uh, we're going to talk about pop smoke. Yep, oh, I know man. that's that's a that's a sad, tragic topic sad, to talk tragic. about. Yeah. But um, recently, like a few days ago, um. Wednesday morning, uh, 4 a.m., mm-hmm. uh, four four men um, invaded his home in uh, Hollywood Hills, uh, California. Mm-hmm. And my problem with that, I mean, rest in, first of all, rest in peace, Pop Smoke. 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 Um, to be honest, I never listened to his music. only mm-hmm. listened to his hits. But besides that, I didn't listen to the rest of the music. But long story short. I wasn't a fan. I wasn't a, yeah, I wasn't a fan. Mm-hmm. But, um... You can't say pop and forget the smoke. Like, are you crazy? Uh, <laughs> huh? <laughs> huh? <laughs> okay, okay. But, um, all right, all right. Let me, let me get back to this. My problem is the reason why I, 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 had, a, I had a really big problem because it's somebody, it was alleged that somebody, um, he was in somebody's car and um, what they, his friend or somebody took a picture with him, like a selfie with him and a lot, like a lot of money and allegedly it was like on the side of the picture it was like his actual like address his actual address um of his house and stuff and and I want to I want I want your opinion on having a circle um. because it really boils down to the circle <laughs> cuz he him as him as a person, he 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 kept an open mind. He he allowed anybody to be in a circle. And you you got that right there. A, that right there is a situation where you play yourself at. Mm. See when you when you have that platform cuz first of all, Pop Smoke if Correct me if I'm wrong. Pop Smoke was a crip, right? A new a crip from New York. Right. So when you make it big, when you're making this money, when you have all these people liking you, buying your music, this that, and the third, you're a gang member, and you have all this attention on you. Nine times out of ten, you're gonna have people hating on you, right? People gonna press you. People gonna test you. You you know people gonna press you and test you. And on top of that, you also have past legal issues, most likely nine times out of ten. So. When you have a circle, you have to be very, very careful on who is in your circle. You gotta have people that you trust, people that you know are not gonna do you grimy. Mm-hmm. This and a third. So you can't invite everybody in. You feel I me? Mean? You invite everybody in, you get those results. Tragic results like that. Yeah, anything you gotta say? Um, I feel like that I feel like once once you're in the hood, once you're in the gang, it's you're really in. hard to get out of that. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like we definitely need to stop encouraging this gang, hood, thug life because we've lost a lot <clears throat> of talented people due to gun violence. We lost Biggie. We lost Tupac. We just lost Pop Smoke. I mean, X. Don't really we lost X, X got like, shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh? Nah, but like. X, yeah. I feel Nipsey like. Hustle. Yeah. Oh. But let me tell you, the reason why, this is, this is my belief. The reason why I believe that a lot of men, especially men, because women and gangs too, 
Don't get that wrong. Yeah. A lot yes. of women, women in gangs mm-hmm. too. They, Absolutely. They, but the reason why we have a lot of black people joining gangs is because they don't have that guidance that they had in, you know, in the household. Right. They don't Came have a broken pro- home. They don't have a mother or father in that gang gave them like a home, like a, a family, a, a family, quote unquote. Like they gave them a home, gave them a family, they gave them people to look up and to. And not only that, Zach, they they grew up in a, like a poor urban area. Mm-hmm. Because if it's but that like but that that doesn't always mean you're gonna join a gang. You know, a lot of people. No, but it's a lot of. But it's like it's right you, there. Yeah, it's so like you're gonna you're it's not, in your face. It's in your face. Yep. So, so it's just like yeah. It's kind of hard to escape. It. So key, key what is it. your thought? What are your thoughts on it? Um, on when it? it comes to the whole who should be in your circle thing, mm-hmm. I think that when you're coming up in fame, who you go in with is who you should stay with, mm-hmm. because. Uh, there's a, a lot of snakes in the grass once yeah. you start to make it. Absolutely. Yep. People are jealous. More money, more problems. Toys got Jay. There's a lot of snakes in the grass. And sometimes, you know, they'll come to you in the sweetest manner at first. You know, they'll come to hey, you like, what's, what's up, up man? Right. Yep. Yeah. I knew I was rooting for you, man. I knew you was going to make it up right there. They'll day, come man. to you like Satan Day Eve, but yeah. you take a bite of that apple and you sitting there stuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 nah, that's facts. That's facts. That's real. That's real, but you know, R.I.P. Smop, Pop Smoke, and yep. you know, people out there that are like in gangs and stuff like that, just be careful. Please, you know, watch your circle, watch people, you know, especially artists that are in gangs, and be, be careful ca- what you talk about if you want to be an upcoming. Because in his music, Pop Smoke said he was never lacking. Yikes! Well, sadly, tragically, he was caught lacking. He was, called, he was caught lacking. Right. You know, so there's there's a there's a there's a um, reading I want to say. Um, mm. I don't know if anyone is Christian or oh, not Christian, but um, it's the Song of Solomon, uh, chapter eight, verse six. It's the King James version. Okay, so all listeners out there, and it states or it says, "Send me as a seal upon the ha- thine heart, as a seal upon thine arm, for love is strong as death, jealousy is cruel as the grave, the coals thereof are coals of fire, which hath a most vehement flame." Hmm. And it really boils down. Cause them four men, they could have really just, they couldn't really never kill him. Mm-hmm. They could have, they could have just not killed him. But yeah. it all came down to jealousy, yeah. money, the fame, the drugs, all that. I'm serious. That's what. I was just discussing that with um, my boyfriend the other night. Jealousy within the black community because once you make it, even the people who you came in with sometimes they mm-hmm. can become jealous, and that jealousy takes over and turns into rage but, but for some reason. That puts you in a, a situation where you don't, you, ha- you can't trust nobody, mm-hmm. and you don't want to think like that. All right, you, really, you have to trust. But somebody, the, though. you have to though. But then, but sometimes the people you grew up with. Like they like change, said, like they change. Everybody and they change. get jealous, and they, you know, you wind up dead. So, how should a person move? You know, like you feel it's me? The risk should, of life. Should, should they risk. not? Should they not risk. trust them, or should they take a risk? Yo, Zach. Not only that, going back home. If you want to go back home, oh, get back to your oh, community. It's it's hard. The baby. I know the baby. For one, he had issues going back home. He had to, I think, quote unquote, check in. We think have yeah. We mm. think having he to, had to check in. He was like, what? I'm from here. Well, I got to check in for right. it. Oh, speaking of that, the baby, he almost beat he he almost beat up somebody because um somebody like took the a same picture situation of his ad- with yep, Pop Smoke. Same situation with Pop Smoke. Now you know why the baby got upset. He was like, "Don't do that." No it's way. The, ad- the address is right and here. And it's crazy how social media tried to twist that. Like it they only showed like he was being the a bully. video of him like sitting him down yeah. and just like going. He was explaining to him. him. He was explaining to him why he was upset. Right. That was him apologizing. Actually, he was like, "I'm sorry." Yeah, I didn't mean to do that. He said, "Just don't." You know, I, a, I'm, with, I'm with my daughter. I'm right. with my baby girl. You take a which taking shows a his parenting skills. Cause that's yeah. what you're supposed to do as a and man. Now is that now? Yeah, now is that now? As a black man, you gotta move somewhere else. So that's a lot of money, mm-hmm. and then you have to move your children as well. So that's gonna like take 
psychological effects on her because now she has to move to another home. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think yeah. it was actually like a hotel or something for that. It was that a hotel. Instance. It was a hotel. But it was still. just like still you don't want people to know where you are, especially when you have your child with you because like Pop Smoke was literally in his home. Yeah. People were to, to break into the comfort of his home. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't somebody come up in but a hotel? But before that, he was flexing his stuff. And that too, like as us as black men, not only black men, but black people in general, once we start flexing, we feel great, but we don't remember where we came from. Mm-hmm. And it just, yeah, it's just tra- It's just sad. It's just sad. It's just, well, yeah. just prayers for his family. And yeah, my condolences. Absolutely. My condolences mm-hmm. to the family and stuff. Like we losing too many legends. <laughs> no, like, legends. We losing too many young, people. too many young people are dying. And Pop man. Smoke, like he had like a different sound. Like he I don't had know, so much potential. He, he, so much he was potential. getting somewhere. X had like, so much potential. He was like quote unquote the the Prince of New York. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, he's Prince. Like he wasn't the king yet, but he was Prince of New York. He was on his way. Tragically cut short. It's so, crazy how he was like our age. Like yeah, so it's like it's not like a what could have been now. It's like what, that's what, so many of these what, rappers what, that what, died what, young. What would have happened if he would never got shot? That's so many of right. these rappers died young. Who could he have been? He could have been. He could have had the scene for the next ten years. Mm-hmm. And this is not only the first rapper we're, we're talking about. Not only the first rapper we we said what what they could have been. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? It's not only the first one. Juice World, you know, well, Juice World, what did he count as a rapper? Nah, he was still. He was rapper. He was. Yeah, he was World. a rapper. But speaker that's Knockers, thing about Fredo Santana. Circle. I forgot about the Speaker Knockers. Fredo Santana. Yeah. All these rappers, yeah. upcoming, inspiring, well, not inspiring, <laughs> upcoming rappers. Capital Steez, but we didn't get shot. It's just, it's just black, a lot of black people. Yeah. It's a lot of black people. Yep. Yeah. Young too. Yeah. Too young. Way too young. All <laughs> in the same age range. No one older than 25. Oh, yeah. nope. No it's one. It's crazy how long people last in this game right now. Like I don't know. It seems like Please rapping. don't take J. Cole away from me. Lord, <laughs> don't do it. Please. That's my idea. They already took That's Kobe. I like it. Took Kobe. Don't, don't. Uh-huh. It took Pop Smoke. Nobody don't else, take, Don't take J. Cole from me. It's been a crazy year so far. No, this I know, is, listen, it's been a bad start. It's I'll been tell you that. Horrible start. I know end of the day, one day, God's going to like take us. Gonna that's that's everybody. It's going to be our time. <laughs> just hope it's not tomorrow. Hope it's not next week. Yeah. It's just too young. We're just <laughs> dying but too young. Before we close it out, Key, you know, you got. I know you oh. write poetry a little bit. Oh, boy. I want you to, you know, can you spit a little something for us before we, before we head out? <coughs> give us a little heat. <laughs> give you a sham sham. Give us some, some. All right. So, in honor of Black History Month, this one isn't called Entitled America the Great. Some call her America the Great. Others prefer America the Destroyer. Mm. But what more could you expect from a country who was raised to support only one culture out of the countless that have stepped foot on her soiled body? See, America, like many other children, was raised by two parents. Racism and hatred did their thing and gave birth to their seed. So naturally, one can expect good acts in this play that's simply not how America's DNA reads. Her double helix has double meanings. Her bars contain hidden messages in between. So when you finally observe a sample of certain things, you start to see. Like how America was raised in favor of masculinity, built up of atoms and made for Adams, but never for Eve. She says they belong in the background, believes they're never to be seen. But it's funny how America, like all of us, would have never been born had Eve not defied God and gotten them both kicked out of Eden for eating from that tree. Mm. And upon further inspection, you would see how America was brought up with prejudice and malice in her heart, raised to build up certain individuals while tearing others apart. 
So for the minorities and the darker skin, she treats them like a sin, throws them in ghettos, and tells them to fend for themselves. Sends drugs their way, puts them on full display, and portrays their town as many hells, then laughs as she jail breaks them like phones when she programs them in her cells. See, America's got tissue tougher than sandpaper. She's trying to shave us down on all sides, remove our manes, and start lying on us just to demean our pride. Take a scalpel to our chest just to see our organs inside, but when we get the guts to pick up our guns, America sends in her officers to take our lives. Or maybe throw us in her ill-functioning system. Can't find a job or housing when released, so you become a repeat victim. Breaking your back for commissary. Earning bread for these owners who see you as monetary. And yet they couldn't give less of a darn if you're doing well. I call them mitochondria the way they became a powerhouse through the cell. Great old America has never been as great as she seems, but how can you blame her when you take a closer look at her genes? Although they do say she can get better, and for some that's a reality, for the rest of us Americans, I guess we can only dream. America the Great. Very wow. good. <laughs> That was amazing. That was heat. Yes, wow. that was heat. That was amazing. That was fire. Great stuff. Well, Great stuff. thank you for coming. Thank you for having thank you, me. No this problem. Great. <laughs> I love what you guys are doing. Please keep it up. We need more, more supportive uh, stations like this out there. Okay, thank so you. is there any like social media you want to give a shout out to? Yeah. Anybody you want to? Yeah, um, say what's yes, up to? definitely. Shout out to Black Leadership Union. You can follow us at Kane underscore Blue B L U. Um, we do have meetings every other Wednesday. We will be having one next this coming Wednesday, college hour, 3.30 to 4.30, cast 246, be there at B Square. Shout out to Poetry Club. Um, we do have, we're going to start meetings every Thursday. You can follow us at uh, Kane Poetry Club. So, KU Poetry Club, my bad. So definitely give us a follow. You will see a lot more of us on campus. We just had a Love Jones open mic yesterday. It was mm-hmm. amazing. We'll be having more events on campus, and we really hope to see you guys there. How about your Instagram or Facebook? Or oh, yeah, personal Instagram. Yeah, shout, shout yourself out. Yeah, put yourself, yourself out. out. Um, <laughs> if you want. So I do do spoken word. I'm trying to get more back into it. I've been lacking for a while. But if you want to follow me on Instagram, it is Keynote, K-E-Y-N-O-T-E, underscore, underscore. That's me. And that's all we have today, y'all. Thank, Thank you, you for listening. Thank you to all the listeners. I am Zach. I this is Sin. I'm this Bri. is Bree. I guess Key. Hey, that rhymed. <laughs> <laughs> that rhymed. But all the listeners out there, thank you so much. I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. Please stay black out there. And don't forget, next week we are back. Next week we are back. Friday, 7:30 p.m. Sharp, right here, 90.3 FM, Cougar Radio, WKNJ. I'm out. We will be on IG Live, too. Oh, yeah. IG Live as well. Or you can tune in at WKNJ903.com. Yeah. You could do that, too. Yes. <laughs> All right. We're out, y'all. Oh, Love. one more Stay thing. Black. One what? more thing. One what? thing. One thing. One thing. Be sure to follow us on Instagram. That way you won't miss the notification for Instagram Live. At the underscore black minds. Underscore. 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 Don't forget the underscore at the end. Don't forget the underscore at the end. All right. All right. Go All ahead, right, Zach. Y'all have a good, safe weekend. <laughs> Love y'all.